Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode two of the Blues Fan Forum podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Steeb. Joining me later will be Blues Fan Forum fansider Luke, uh, actually my brother. I uh, appreciate him coming on, but we'll get t- more towards him later. First thing I wanted to talk about, uh, if you're not working or in a car or doing something inside that is restricting you from being inside and it is the afternoon, you need to stop listening to this podcast and go outside because the last few days have been just absolutely beautiful outside. Sunny, like a high 70s. It's just been perfect. So if it's the weekend and it's cold or it's nice out and you have the ability to go outside, save this podcast for later and go do something outside because we won't have very much longer of this this nice weather. We need to take advantage of it. So now that that's being said, I hope you enjoyed your time outside and you've come back and joined us now. So now we can talk some hockey. All right. Before we get to that, uh, find us on Twitter, Blues Fan Forum. Find us on Facebook, Flu- Blues Fan Forum Podcast. Each of those have a link to our website. Uh, Check out our website. It's very, very simple. There's two pages, a homepage. And then the second page is for you to become a Blues Fan Forum fansider. All fansiders can be interviewed by me on the podcast uh, and get your chance at winning 5% of my profits, which you can kind of hear about at the end of my interview. Now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and cover some news and updates. Uh, I am recording this on Monday night. The plan's usually to record on Tuesday nights, but I got a, a busy schedule this week. So Monday night recording, meaning I won't have a chance to talk about the Blues and Wild game that happens tomorrow. Um, the plan is to drop this podcast on Wednesday. So by by Wednesday, this the game on Tuesday will have happened, but I won't have to talk about it. Um, so currently preseason Blues are 4-1. and one. We got three more games left, one against the Wild on Tuesday. Um, And then I'm actually drawing a blank and I'm not a professional. So I don't know who the next game is after that, but I do know the last game is against Chicago. Um, So that should be most of the starting lineup playing in that game and should be pretty interesting to see how the Blues and Blackhawks match up this year. Um, Next up. Lots of players have been sent down either to their junior teams or to Springfield. Um, instead of covering who has been sent down, because a lot of them are lesser names, I'm going to cover who's still up and has a chance at going down. Um, one person that did get sent down back to their junior team is Zachary Bolduke. Uh, I don't think anyone really expected him to survive and to play in, for the Blues this season. Uh, but some people thought maybe he'd do really well uh, and earn himself a nine-game tryout like Jake Neighbors had uh, and then would have got sent down. So not super surprising to see that he's gone already. Uh, for our forwards, some of the notable ones that are still left around that uh, could end up staying up on the roster but more than likely are going to end up going down. Uh, first off, we have Nikita Alexandrov. He's a 2019 second-round pick by the Blues. Uh, We also have Anthony Angelo. Uh, We got him in free agency this year, but he played a lot of years with Pittsburgh recently. 
kind of floating between their AHL team and the NHL team. Uh, next up, William Bitten is a forward. We traded for him in 2021 for a guy named Nolan Stevens. Uh, Nolan Stevens, I know, played a few games up with the Blues for us, but mostly was spending a lot of time. I think it was in San Antonio at the time when we that was our team. Uh, Martin, and I'm sure I'm going to pronounce this wrong. It's just FRK, so I don't know if it's Ferk or Freaker or what his last name is. Uh, but he spent a lot of the last few years with Los Angeles. We signed him this year. Matthew Highmore uh, picked up as a free agent from Vancouver this year. I think everyone has heard the name Clint Coston before. 2017 first-round pick. He should be one on the bubble, whether he gets to stay up or sent down. Josh Levo signed as a free agent from Carolina this year. He did win the AHL championship with Carolina's uh, AHL team last season, which I believe is the Chicago Wolves, actually. So former our former team, but in Chicago. We've been bouncing around AHL teams like crazy, uh, but I think we're pretty set up with Springfield now. Uh, so Josh Levo's got a pretty good chance of <clears throat> staying up. Uh, Jake Neighbors. 2020 first round pick uh, again a lot of people would like him to stay up but I would say if it's like a tie between Jake neighbors and Josh Levo or Clem cost a tie somewhere the tie is going to go to the older players and Jake neighbors is going to go down to the AHL and on the when he goes down to AHL he can play on the first line he can play on the first power play unit he can kill penalties he can be the sixth guy on the ice if we pull the goalie I mean he'll be playing 25 minutes a game where if he's on the third line for the blues, he might be seeing 10 to 15. So if he's not going to play a pivotal role for the blues this year, uh, at least to start, then expect to see Jake neighbors down in Springfield. Next up is Nathan Walker. Um, we signed him actually in 2019, which when I was doing prep for this, I, that surprised me. I thought we drafted him, but apparently we signed him. Um, like I said, back in 2019, uh, it looks like he's got a chance to be kind of our starting fourth liner. So we'll see if he gets to stay up. And then the last forward that I have is a Keenan Washkirk. Again, I probably mispronounced that. Uh, but he's actually one of our draft picks, 2019 fifth round. That's the first time I've seen his name. So uh, he must not have been, he must be doing pretty good to make it through all the cuts so far. So there's a lot of forwards left. Uh, defensemen left. Uh, we do have 11 defensemen left, but that does count Scandella, who we know is out for a while. Um, that does count Perunovic, which I've not seen anything saying that he will be out for a while. Uh, but we do know he's got that upper body injury. Um, so kind of the notables that could survive and stay up or will get sent down are Matthew Kessel, a 2025th round pick. Uh, Callie Rosen, who we actually uh, just got last year. Uh, we signed him as a free agent from Toronto. Uh, I'm sure Toronto wish they had him back. Uh, and then Tyler Tucker, 2018 seventh round pick, which I feel like I hear that Tyler Tucker name every year come preseason here. And I don't feel like he ever makes the cut or even gets called up at any point. So we'll see. Some of them have to stay. If Perunovic is energy and injury is serious and is going to require him to miss time. Um, my uh, assumption would be Callie Rosen. Um, so we'd have our 
our top six with Falcon Krug, Pareko, and Letty, and then Bortuzzo and Mikola. And then I would I would I would leave Callie Rosen um on the bench there. We do have three goalies still up, or actually four goalies still up. Bennington, obviously, is staying up. Uh the other three, we got the youngsters, Joel Hoffer, he's a twenty eighteen fourth round pick, and Colton Ellis, a twenty nineteen third round pick. Um expect those two to be sent down before season starts. And I would expect Thomas Grease, who we just signed as free agency as the backup for Bennington to start the year. Um, Thomas Grease has played for like six different teams, so I didn't even write it down. But most notably, he played for the Islanders a couple years ago and was a starting goalie for them. So lots of movement still to happen, still people battling out for spots. A couple names that we've kind of seen in the Blues organization for a little bit. Uh, and a couple newcomers, seeing if they can can make their mark and start start the season with the Blues. So it'll be interesting to see how these last three playoff games go, um, <clears throat> starting on Tuesday, which you would have seen by now. Hopefully that game goes well. We can uh, beat Minnesota, and some people are playing well. Uh, October 15th, that's like soon. It's the third right now, so that's coming up. Home opener. Season opener against the new Johnny Hockey Columbia, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, so that will be interesting to see how they do with their new free agent signing. Uh, Johnny Hockey and Patrick Laine uh, would be interesting to watch, uh, especially since I remember a couple of years ago when Patrick Laine was still with the Jets, he scored five goals on us in one game. So can't imagine him having Johnny Hockey passing him the puck now. Oh. So that's it for news and updates. Um, next up, like I mentioned earlier, we have our interview uh, with my brother, Luke. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it to him. So without further ado, here's Luke. Our next guest on Blues Fan Forum is none other than Mr. Fansider himself, Luke Steeb. What's up, Luke? How's it going, man? Hello, everybody. It's going great. You know, I've had a great day. I'm ready to get started. I'm glad that you uh, invited me to be on the podcast. Hey, I was glad that you were able to do it. Um, I also, first off, got to thank you. Um, nobody knows this because it was never released, but Luke was actually the very first interview. He was like my test run dummy um, on how to use all this because realistically, we don't really know what we're doing. We're just kind of making it up. Uh, so thanks, Luke, for doing that. And this is your, I guess, second interview, but first official one indeed indeed it is all right get started so before we get into blues because this is blues fan forum and none of us are experts here go ahead and just tell the people uh what do you do right now what what are you doing on a daily basis uh i am attending blackburn college and i play soccer uh i'm undecided on my major but that's pretty much it that's you know pretty much it no hockey you don't play hockey I don't. I do not play hockey. No. Do they have hockey at Blackburn? They do not. Oh. But if if they did, would you play? No, I am not a hockey player. <laughs> Cannot skate. That is factual because I can beat Luke when I wear skates and he's on flats. So sometimes. And I'm not good by any means either. So. All right. <laughs> now that we got that done, Luke, your first question. Are you ready for this? Maybe. Okay. That's going to be, that's a hard one. I think I'm starting you off kind of hard. That's not fun. 
All right. After this season, the Blues, according to Cap Friendly, which is a website online, if you didn't know that, have fifteen point nine or sixteen million dollars in cap space. Uh-huh. Our kind of top free agents is O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Barbashev, Mikola, and then the Toropchenko and Brown are restricted free agents. Well, there's others. Uh, Noel Char only signed a one year, and Josh Levo only signed a one year. Um, and actually, I want to say, like, that's probably it. Bortson, Scandella are still two more years. Thomas Grease only signed a one year. Um, all all the young guys. Clem Costin, we got to resign if we want to resign him. Um, there's a bunch of other younger guys, but those are the kind of the main ones. So here's my question: We're going to kind of go through those guys, and you tell me: Are we resigning them or are we not? And then, if you could choose, how much money would you resign them to, or what do you think would be a fair deal? All right. You think we can do that? Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to try my hardest. All right. And I'll give you some background information when we get to every single guy. So out of those names, if you remember them, O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Barbashev, Mikola, and then Torpchenko and Brown, who do you think is the most important to re-sign? The most important to re-sign. Or who is the, who's the one on there that you're like, for sure, re-signing? I want to re-sign him no matter what. So it was O'Reilly, Vlad... We had three. You had right three. Now. We had three big ones. Can you name like the top three that was there again? O'Reilly, Tarasenko, Barbashev. Okay, that's all I needed to know. Yeah, and then Mikola, Torpchenko, and Brown. I think you know people were skeptical on on Vlad and if he was going to be able to come back off that injury, and he put up. I don't know how many points, but he had a good year. So I think if he's probably going to expect a lot of money, so. So you're putting with, Vladdy at the top of the priority list. Yeah, I'm putting I'm putting him at the top. He's my boy. Ever since he came in, I've been his I've been his number one fan. Okay, favorite player. He is my favorite player. Oh, nice. If Sunquist would have stayed, he would have been there. But yeah, Sunquist is up there. <laughs> that was that was. Not his choice. We traded him. <laughs> All right. Um, if you could choose how much money he and you got to keep it realistic. You can't say he's going to come back on a million dollars. What do you think he gets paid next year? He's making so seventy five hundred or seventy seven point five million, and he's been making that for the last eight years. Average annual value. I don't know what his actual salary is, but average annual value has been seven point five million. Seven point five million for Vlad, huh? That is what he's at. I think realistically, and he's thirty. And he's thirty. He won a cup. He's had some good years. He's he's been wanting to leave, so I feel like he's gonna he's he's gonna want to get paid, mm-hmm. even though you know he already has. I think around around nine million would be. Or I think we shouldn't go more than uh, eight point five to seven point five. It's got to be in that range. Can't be anymore. 
Okay. So should we meet in the middle and say eight? We we can meet in the middle and say eight. Okay. So if you're spending eight million on old Vladdy there, Zach's calling me. I wish I could answer it. Okay. So you have ooh, you just spent a lot of money on Mr. Vladdy. Okay. According to salary cap now, if you're going eight million on on Vladdy, you got seven point nine left. So seven point nine left, huh? And you have O'Reilly, Barbashev, Mikola, Torpchenko, and Brown. Who would you want to re-sign next? Obviously, I think at this point you're gonna have to drop a couple of them. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I think that the blues are gonna have to do that anyway. We're gonna but, work, yep. Indeed. O'Reilly, we got O'Reilly, we got Barbashev. I really like I really like Barbashev, you know, he's he's not one that's gonna, you know, get you like he's not nowhere near a hundred point player. You know, he's he's just a top guy, physical. You know, you're you you always know like when it went in the game, you're gonna get a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. So he scored twenty goals last year. Um he had a good year last year. One of his top I got it right years. here. Twenty twenty six goals. Twenty six. One of the many blues to hit the twenty goal mark. Yeah, last nine year. of them. Nine St. Louis nine blues. I think if if depending on the production, I think Ryan O'Reilly gonna have to resign him if we have the money. Okay. So is Ryan O'Reilly your next priority? So I got, got to put him up. Got, I have to. Okay. On the con Smythe. Gotta be him. Okay. So he's right a, now he's 31. That's a lot. Making $7.5 million, just like yeah. Tarasenko was. Oh. Now, I, unlike Tarasenko, like you said, he wanted to leave, which I think is why we kind of overpaid for him. What do you, I think O'Reilly wants to stay. So you got a chance at underpaying for this one. You know, as a fan, am I am I speaking as a fan or like you know? I'm You're giving fan. me your best fan opinion. My best fan opinion. Yeah. But like, what was or, Ryan O'Reilly's not going to resign for a million dollars? Like, obviously, that's not realistic. What but was you Bar- can? What was, it's whatever you think. What was Barbashev's contract? Barbashev is making two point two five million. 2.25 and we have 7.6 to work with you said 7.9 you have left after signing Tarasenko alright hmm now we gotta do some math <laughs> and O'Reilly is making 7.5 per year currently or is on the last year of that deal you know unlike Tarasenko I feel like O'Reilly is very He's not. He's not. I don't feel like he's gonna want to bump. I feel like if 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 we keep him right there at the seven point five, even go to the seven or lower. So we have like how many players are there? O'Reilly, Barbashev, Tarasenko, Brown, Nikola. There's six. Yeah. If you sign O'Reilly to seven million, you're gonna have nine hundred thousand left, and probably not have an opportunity to sign any of those other players. Yeah, but if we look at it, that was just you know to give Tarasenko. But I, I don't, I, I don't see Tarasenko coming back. I don't. 
Okay. And well, think, this is I your think team. He's gonna You're be gone. You're the fan here. That's what we're gonna offer him. How many? Okay. Do you have? Well, any... if you're offering it, we're assuming he's taking it. Eight million. Oh, we're for, okay. How whatever. many? How many? So we're yeah, not worried then... about years. How long it's gonna take? Got eight million. Then, yeah, now. I would. I would give uh, O'Reilly seven point five again. Again, we're seven. We'll go seven. Okay. So you give O'Reilly seven, and now you're down to nine hundred thousand. Are you re-signing anyone for nine hundred thousand? Uh, maybe if they take it, <laughs> you could try. I don't think Barbashev signs for that. Mikula Barbashev. doesn't sign for that. Um, Logan Brown, you know, we could definitely. Logan Brown is currently making seven hundred fifty k, so maybe he'd go. That's that a... depends if he plays this year. Um, he's been killing it in the preseason. Yeah, Torupchenko is. Uh, seven hundred fifty thousand as well. Both of them are restricted free agents, and actually, Torpchenko does not have arbitration rights, so you can probably get him for for that. So, let's just say you re-sign him. So you're getting with our fifteen point nine million. You're getting O'Reilly, Tarasenko, and Torpchenko. I like that. I like it. Okay, but then you're losing. Barbashev, Brown, Mikola, and then all of like the younger people too. So no money for Noel Chari, no money for Josh Levo, no money for a backup goalie. I forgot about all those players, if <laughs> I'm being honest with you. So, um, do you play NHL franchise mode very often? Not as much as you. I was, I was going to say, I didn't think so. <laughs> I don't so, even have an NHL 23 yet. I would, me neither. I haven't bought it yet. I would love to have O'Reilly and Tarasenko back, but I think you're, I think you're right. I, I don't think that's going to work out. <laughs> All right, good try. I don't know why you had to give me such a hard question. It's, on question uh, number I told, one. <laughs> told you we were starting hard. It's only three questions, so it's easy. Um, next question. This one will be easy. Okay, I'm glad. I think. Who's starting? Have you watched any of the preseason games yet? Highlights. Highlights? Okay. So, well, you mentioned earlier that Logan Brown's killing it. Okay. Our top six forwards are probably pretty safe. Who do you think is starting on the third line for the Blues this year? So, we have Shin and Shad. <laughs> Shin and Shad. <laughs> uh well, one of them is going to be in the top six, unless you're exactly. putting someone else up there. No, 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 no. Okay. That's what I was saying. So I think Shin will be in the top top six. Okay. So I think Saad will be our be our third line center. Saad's not a center. Or 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 he could be a, a Saad is. That's what it has right here. Oh no, it doesn't. <laughs> Perfect. And then you can't I trust everything about, you read on the internet. I don't have to worry about him. <laughs> well, he's a winger. Oh, you got to put I him. I forgot about wing. Brown. Maybe we don't re-sign Brown. Because I like Costin. This is for this year. This is, Costin what, this is this year. Not that I'm aware of. We're going to put Costin at our, our third line. Because I like Achari at our fourth line. Our fourth line needs to be physical. Achari brings that. Okay. So we're going to put uh, Costin at our third line center. And we're also going to... Costin's not a center either. Well, this thing I, is not working. I think he played center like... 
in juniors growing up, oh, but okay, he's always perfect. played. He's always played winger. Oh, perfect. Then <laughs> Logan Brown fits right in. Logan Brown is our our center on the third line. So you're going no. Sod, Brown, and Costin. No, no, no. I'm going Sod Brown. Actually, isn't that what I said? Sod <laughs> Brown and either well, I don't know if they play on the same side. What's wh- where does uh Costin play? Left or right? Oh, either. Yeah. Same with Sod. I feel like um, it'll, I think Costin's more of a right, and I want to say Sod's more of a left because we brought in Sod to replace um, Schwartz. So Saad mm. would be left, Costin would be right, if that's how you're doing it. All right, yeah, then that. Costin, Brown, and Saad. And then Brown would, or Barbashev would... I feel like Barbashev will, will bump between uh, third and fourth. Okay, so then you're putting Barbashev on the fourth with Achari and... Who? I'm going to think, huh? I think Toropchenko is the easy answer, but he's out till I want to say December. So till December. Yeah. So after that. Hmm. Let's see. I don't know. You can do it. I believe in you. I'm I'm trying. Who's Josh Lebo? He's the new guy we just signed, but he did win the AHL. From where? Last year. I do not know. Um, let's see if the internet can tell me. Because it's smart and stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Sometimes. Um, oh, he came from... Maple okay. Leafs? The Maple Leafs. Maybe? Or is this... No, well, it came from Carolina. Oh yeah, played for Toronto from he, he 2013 to 2017. That's what it was. Then he went to Vancouver in 2018-19, then Calgary, and then Carolina. So judging from that, he's been he's been bouncing around. Yeah. Any, any you know, ten points, you know, not loving yeah. it. Here we go. Fifty-four games in the AHL last year, and forty-six points. It's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I just don't know who else. I would put there besides um, Nathan Walker. Yeah. That Nathan guy. Walker it is. Nathan Walker. Love like me, that. Nathan Walker. Give me some Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. I can't. Yes. All right. Good, good, good answers. I like those. I'll take that. You're not a very good GM. But oh. you, might, you might be a good coach. So that's okay. I'd be a great coach. <laughs> All right. Last question. Okay. Did you let li- you didn't listen to all the first podcast, so you might not even know this is coming. This is the Teach Me How to Doug section. Did you get to that on the first I podcast? I did not. Oh yeah, it's the Teach Me How to Doug section where you get to play armchair GM, kind of like how you already did earlier. But this time you're making a trade. Oh. Okay. Here's the scenario. Trade deadline. Kairu. Lower body injury, upper body injury, whatever you want to call it. But Kairu's out for the season and playoffs. Oh. Okay. Are you trading for David Perron? If Detroit's out and they're willing to trade him? No shot. You're not? 
No shot. I'm not trading for David Perron. Cairo is too young and had too good of a year last year. No, you're not trading Jordan Cairo for Perron. Are you just oh, bringing Perron back because Cairo's well, hurt and you need to fill that spot? I thought we were talking one for one here. Like, no, oh. yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was like, I would what are you talking that. about? That was probably no. the dumbest question I've ever heard. Trade a, a pick, two picks, and a young guy for Perron. To bring Perron back for his fourth year in St. Louis. As yeah, in, you his, know, you know, trades and whatever, and free stint. agents. Fourth, yeah. yes. Uh, it would it would depend. You know, is it just maybe we throw? I don't know. Let's see. Okay, you don't have to. Okay, tell well, me. We're, would we're that just it? I, honestly, I don't even know if it would work money wise because he does have a two year contract, and as you proved earlier, we're already really up against the cap. So yeah, we couldn't. We really wouldn't want him. But would you, if if you know Doug Doug works his magic with trades, so if uh, if we're sitting pretty, have a lot of points, and and we're looking at Stanley Stanley Cup contenders, and you know power plays and working that hot, then yes, I would see if there was a trade out there, like a different trade before you'd go to Perron. All right. I would look at Perron. Okay. I like that. Yeah, I think you would have to. It wouldn't be awful if you were able to move Scandella there. That might work. I don't know. All right. I like that. I always wondered if, if someone else got hurt. It could be, doesn't have to be Cairo, but I figured since he's kind of replacing, Perron will go there. All right. Good stuff. Those are my three questions. But Thanks. as you know, and as hopefully our listeners know, at the end of each interview, I like to ask you for 5% of my profit. If you get this right, I give you money, depending on how much money I make. What record do you think the Blues will have by the end of this season? I need wins, losses, and overtime losses. And how far do they make it into the playoffs? What are Alrighty. you thinking? I know uh, I saw I saw Ben's episode and he had what fifty five. He had one hundred twenty one points. One hundred twenty one points, but out in the second round. Out in the second round. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Which is usually how it goes. Usually it's out in the first round. Bold, right? And then what you said, bold. That's what I said. But it's you know, looking looking back at it, bold. that's a direct quote from our Facebook page. It is. Uh, looking back at it, are you going to go bolder? I'm not going to go bolder. I'm just going to go 52, 20, and 10. 10 OT losses. Okay, you um, did a fantastic job of making that math easy. I'm really proud of you. Yep. <laughs> All right. 52, 20, and 10. Okay, for 114 points. Is that what you calculated? I didn't calculate. I was hoping Math, you would do it. No, 52 times 2 plus 10. Good job. All right, good job. 114 points. So, mm -hmm. we get 114 points. That probably puts us in first or second in the Central Division. How far do we make it in playoffs? 
How far do we make it in playoffs? Uh, hmm. Second round. I think we... Hmm. I think we make it to the Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals? Knocked out in the Western Conference Finals? Knocked out. Here's to why. Colorado. Here's why. Here's why. My why? hot take. Oh yeah, you said you had I a told, hot take. I told Jake coming into this, I had a hot take. Hot take. My hot take is Hold on to your horses everybody. Not everybody likes this guy. He was uh hurt in the second round of playoffs by the one and only Nazem Kadri. Hate that guy. Okay, so your hot take involves but, Falk. <laughs> no, that was. Oh, that was last. That was two years ago. Bennington. Yes, I think Jordan Bennington wins the Vesna. Jordan Bennington year. wins the Vesna. He has. Uh, he was. The best goalie by far in the in the in the what what do you play? The playoffs in the, in the second round. In the second round, he was in the two games or however many he played in the second round. He was mm-hmm. he stood on his head. That's the only reason. If if Jordan Bennington was in that series against Colorado for all games, we we would be Colorado. I, I I truly believe it. There's a lot of people that say that we we would, would win Game Six, and then who knows what happens in Game Seven. I was at Game Six, and uh, Jordan Cairo threw it right back into the guy when he had a wide open nut. Yep, I remember that. That was, was he like had three opportunities to shoot and just waited and waited and waited and, and waited, then, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to my backhand here, and then I'm gonna yeah. throw it far post." That was disappointing. Tragic. That was very disappointing, and I was there. It wasn't fun. So, 52-20 and 10, Western Conference Final, and you got Bennington winning a Vesna. I do. Well, he That's will impressive. win the Vesna. I like that. Will. Not, it's not even it's, it's not even it's a question. Not, it's a statement. It's not. It is it is a statement. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, 52-20 and 10, Western Conference Final and a Vesna for Bennington. Luke, thanks for coming, man. I appreciate you spending time with me and talking blues hockey on the blues fan forum podcast. I'm so glad you invited me. All right. See you, man. Bye. All right. I'd like to thank Luke again for coming out. Um, fun interview. Actually my first phone interview that I was doing here when I interviewed Ben for episode one, we were able to do it in person. Uh, and I'd love to do that. That's a lot easier to kind of, get some mojo off people and be able to talk. But I thought Luke did a really good job of giving me some answers, even though he needs to play more franchise mode on NHL. I think he figured that out. Um, but I do appreciate him for one, doing that interview and also helping me, me helping me with what I called episode 0. 0.5. Uh, it's an unreleased clip that he was the first person that I ever interviewed and just kind of asked him questions. And so worked out the kinks. So, Appreciate Luke coming on, uh, and also for that that hot take. He told me I had a hot take at the beginning, and then whenever he said it, I was like, 
Oh, buddy. So I would love for that to happen. So maybe we can get that going. Uh, that interview was again sponsored by Suzuki Nail Buzz. Like I said before, it's a hockey podcast. Most of my listeners are going to be male. And actually, I have data now that shows me that most of my listeners are male. But I still have data that shows I got plenty of female listeners. So for my female listeners, go get you some new nails. You don't need to go sit in a salon somewhere and get your nails done and make it take an hour or however long however long it takes. Go to Suzuki Nail Buzz. Go ahead and you can shoot her an email at suzuknaillove at gmail.com. It's S-Z-U-C-C-N-A-I-L-L-O-V-E at gmail.com. Suzuknaillove at gmail.com. That'll hook you up with Sue from Suzuk Nail Buzz. Get you some nails. Tell her I sent you. Get 10% off. I just, You can't beat it. And they're, the nails are like 16 bucks. Um, and she was bragging about it today that she's got some new pumpkin ones in. So you can't not have you pumpkin spice slight ties with your pumpkin nails and your pumpkin colored sweater. Okay. Uh, and guys, just buy them for your girls. They'll, they'll be happy. All right. Uh, I appreciate everybody for coming. Episode two, we're knocking these out. Uh, I got some exciting interviews coming up. A buddy of mine said that he's going to a Seattle Kraken game in Seattle when the Blues play. Uh, So I got him lined up. I'm pretty excited for that. See if we can just hear from kind of how the stadium is. Maybe he can give us some insight on Schwartzy and Dunn. Uh, And then I have a a bone to pick with my next guest. If I can get him to talk, I, he shut me his fantasy football lineup or not fantasy football. It's fantasy hockey. And oh, just listen to that interview because I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to have to talk to him and it's going to, we're going to have to have a serious conversation on whether he's a blues fan or not. So look forward to episode three. Thank you, Luke. Episode two is under the way. And as always, let's go blues.